Hello and welcome to another episode of You're Not On Your Own with me, Mariah. This episode follows on from previous episodes, episode 27 on how to keep our children safe online, uh, episode 28 as well about trolling and what is being done to prevent trolling in the UK. For episode 27, I definitely recommend it if you haven't listened to it already. Um, we, were jo- we was joined with Hannah from the NSPCC. She spoke about the risks of children being online and also how to keep children safe from those risks. We did speak about cyberbullying with Hannah, but within this episode, we will look more closely into bullying both on and offline. We'll look at the different types of bullying and what to do if your child is being bullied or is the bully. And for this, we will be joined with Rachel, who's also from the NSPCC uh, and is a local campaigns manager in the Midlands. I'm now joined with Rachel. Hi, Rachel. How are you? Uh, can you start off by telling us what you do within the NSPCC? Of course. So I'm Rachel Wallace. I'm the local campaigns manager in the Midlands at the NSPCC. So I work across the Midlands, working with different local authorities and different groups in the community. I talk pants to our Look Safe Play campaign and lots of things on online safety as well to work with communities to help them safeguard children. Ah, thank you. Um, what are the different types of bullying and why would children or, or young people choose to bully others? That's a really good question. Bullying involves lots of different things. And at the NSPC, we define it as behaviour that hurts someone else. It's often repeated over a long period of time and it can, can include things like name-calling, hitting, pushing, spreading rumours, threatening or undermining someone. And it can happen anywhere. So it might be at school, at home or online. But the impact of it can be both physical and emotional and the hurt that it causes with children and young people. So to give a few more examples, physical physical bullying might include things like hitting, slapping or pushing someone. Verbal bullying might be name-calling, gossiping or threatening someone. Like non-verbal abuse, like hand-sight messages. Emotional abuse, like threatening, intimidating or humiliating someone. It can also involve exclusion, so ignoring or isolating someone or undermining constant criticism, spreading rumours. We also see examples of controlling or manipulating behaviour or making silent hopes or abusive calls. Um, the following types of bullying are also hate crimes, so racial, sexual, transphobic or homophobic bullying, and bullying someone because they have a disability. But you also ask why children would choose to bully others, and it's worth saying that children and young people don't always realise that what they're doing is bullying, and they don't often understand the impact that their actions have on hurting other people. And has the digital age made bullying any worse? I think the digital age has definitely brought a different dimension to bullying. So whereas previously a child might experience bullying when they saw the bully, now that online bullying can follow the child wherever they go, so via social network or gaming or mobile phone. So we have to call it cyberbullying. And that behaviour that's following everywhere might be things like receiving threatening abusive text messages, creating or sharing embarrassing images or videos or trolling which is the sending of menacing or upsetting messages on social networks chat rooms online games we also see people being excluded from online games we've talked about exclusion before but exclusion from online games activities friendship groups examples of people being shamed online or hate sites that we set up about somebody Um, or there might be examples online of young people being encouraged to self-harm or we see examples of vote for and against people in abusive polls. 
and that digital rights also you know enable people to create fake accounts, hijack or steal online identities to embarrass the young person or cause trouble using their name. And then there's also the dimension of sexing, so sending explicit messages and pressuring someone into sending sexual images or engaging in sexual conversations. So lots of those dimensions are sort of added in that dimension of that on that digital age, like you say. And how can you spot the signs that your child is being bullied? That's a great question. Unfortunately, there's no simple answer of it. One question that what that one sign will tell us that they're being bullied. But there are things that we can look out for. So things like belonging getting lost or damaged, or physical injuries like unexplained bruises, or you might be a child or young person being afraid to go to school, maybe being mysteriously ill each morning or skipping school, or even just not doing as well at school. They might ask for or steal money, which might be the money they want to give to the person who's bullying them. They might be nervous or lose confidence or become distressed and withdrawn. Some children have problems eating or sleeping. And perhaps one that we don't often think about is that if the child's being bullied, they may well start bullying others too. And after noticing that your child is being bullied, what would the next steps be? Yes, I think it can bring such a huge range of emotions for you as a parent. And whether it's a child in your care or someone you know, there are tips that can help you. So if you suspect that your child's being bullied, you can explain to them what bullying is and ask if anything like that's happened to them. Remember to keep calm and listen carefully to what they say. They might feel really scared and embarrassed or ashamed about being bullied. And they might be worried about what will happen if they tell anyone. And then if you are sure that someone's being bullied, remember to check in with them regularly. Remind them they can talk to you about how they're feeling whenever they want. You can also talk to them to explain that they could speak to a different trusted adult if they wanted to, maybe a teacher or a family member. Or you can suggest that they contact Childline, where they can talk to a trained counsellor who can provide a listening in here. And at Childline, they don't need to give their name, and they can talk through anything that's worrying them. Um, so that's sort of talking side of it. We can also think about the confidence. So lots of children, young people might lack confidence as a result of bullying. So you could do things to help them feel good so that they might like listening to or playing music or doing sports. So giving them opportunities to help build their confidence can be really important, as well as remembering to reassure them that it's not their fault and that they're loved and valued. You might also want to talk to the school. So it doesn't matter whether the bullying is happening on the premises, outside or on the internet, all schools have a responsibility to protect their pupils from bullying. And if it's at a club that your child's being bullied, you can talk to the person in charge there. We also talked about the digital dimension before, so make sure your child knows how to block anyone who posts hateful or abusive things about them on each app or online service that they use. You can usually find details of how to do that in the help or online safety area under settings. And you can also report anyone who's bullying your child to the platform that's carrying the offending comment, audio, image or video, whatever it is. Um, so there's a lot of information about how to keep them safe online in particular. And there's more information about that on the Nestware website, which is a website co-created by NSTC and OT. And if the bullying still continues after reporting it, um, what, what could parents do next? Yeah, so if the bullying continues, you might want to write a letter of complaint to the head teacher and arrange to meet to discuss your concerns. So we'd advise that you continue to keep a record of the incident with as much information as you can. So that might be things like photographs of any physical injuries or damaged property, noting down the date, the location, and the approximate time of each incident, 
and keeping a record of any contact, such as letters and emails that you've had with the film. And if that doesn't resolve it, you need to follow different advice depending on the type of school your child goes to, so whether it's an academy, a maintained school, or a different type of school. That advice is all available on the MSPCC website. And I think you touched upon this a little bit before, but what effects can bullying have on children and, and young people? Yes, yeah, so the effects can be really long-lasting and can last into adulthood. Um, when it's worrying has driven children and young people to self-harm and even suicide. Um, children who are bullied might develop mental health problems like depression and anxiety. They might have fewer friendships. They might not be accepted by their, by their peers or they might not feel accepted by their peers might be wary or suspicious of others and they might have problems adjusting to school and not do as well at school. And what we see is that all children who are affected by bullying can suffer harm from it. So whether they're bullied themselves, whether they are bullying, they bully others, um, or whether they witness bullying. What what advice would you give to the young person or child that is being bullied or who knows somebody that is, is being bullied? Yeah, absolutely. I'd advise the young person if they're being bullied or if they're seeing bullying happening to talk to somebody about it and whether that's talking to somebody at home or a trusted adult somewhere else or talking to child line, there's lots of advice and support they can have and they shouldn't feel alone in that so that, you know, talk to people and get the support that they need. And are there any services that can support um, children and young people being bullied? I know you mentioned uh, child line, but are there any other services that could help? Yeah, I think there's lots of different services in different places for people, but I'd absolutely recommend, you know, speaking to somebody who they feel comfortable with as a trusted adult or going to Childline. Um, and Childline's there for whether that abuse, that bullying has happened in the past or whether it's happening now. The Childline can be contacted 24-7 and you can call 0800 and those calls are free and confidential. Um, and if you want help from somewhere else as well, you might want to talk to Childline about where you can get that help. And children can also contact Childline online at www.childline.org.uk. On that website, there's some peer support they can have as well in the message boards. So it's not all just talking to a counsellor. There's other support they can get on that website too. Ah, that's good. Um, If your child is the one who is the bully, uh, what could parents do to prevent this from happening again? That's a great question and quite difficult, I think, sometimes as a parent to reflect on. If you do find out that your child's done something to hurt someone else, you're likely to feel angry, disappointed or any number of other strong emotions. So in terms of advice, we'd advise, you know, explain that what they're doing is unacceptable. Children and young people don't always realise that what they're doing is bullying and they sometimes don't understand how much their actions have hurt someone else. They talk about it, help them realise how what they've done will have affected that other person. And you can ask them how they think your child's feeling and to remember how they felt when someone else has said or done something unkind to them. You also explain what you're going to do next, such as telling their school and what you expect your child to do now. And perhaps ask them whether they have any questions about why their actions need to change. And um, if a parent is still concerned and unsure like what to do next, is there helplines that they could call? Yep, so parents can contact the NSPCC helpline to discuss any concerns or get advice and support. They can call 0808-800-5000 or send an email to help at nspcc.org.uk. Ah, thank you so much, Rachel. 
that is it for today's episode thank you so much for listening i'd like to say thank you to rachel and the nspcc as well for taking part in this episode and i'll leave a link in the description to the websites which rachel mentioned along with their helplines as well and i'll also leave the, the nspcc socials so do go give them a follow good news as well we will be doing like a little mini series with the nspcc based on safeguarding children we'll be doing three more episodes um with rachel they'll come out in a monthly basis the first episode we will be doing will be about will will be uh, advice on children's mental health so if you want to stay notified of when this is happening please do follow the twitter at note on your own one where you'll be notified when new episodes come out thank you so much for listening and i guess i'll see you next time